0: Hi there, you are listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast, where we talk about being unstoppable in your brand, business, and life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as an entrepreneur, lawyer, course creator, and author, I understand what it takes to strive for the next level. Through 20 years of having several businesses, making a ton of mistakes, and celebrating loads of success, I love to share my secret sauce tips, and strategies on how you too can become unstoppable. Welcome to another episode of the Being Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I'm super glad and grateful that you are here today tuning in. No matter where you are tuning in from today, I hope that you are having a fabulous day and a fabulous week. Before we get stuck into it, I wanted to talk to you guys about Dancing CEO. If you listened to last week's podcast, you will know that I swapped the boardroom for the dance floor and raised some money for women's legal service. This event was absolutely incredible. What an experience. I danced at a black tie event in front of a thousand people. I spent like six months training for this dance because I can't dance to save myself, to say the least. The main point of it though was to raise money for women's legal service and that I did. I'm so incredibly humbled and grateful. I raised $39,813. Can you believe that? And together with the other nine dancing CEOs, we raised nearly $600,000, $578,000, which is insane. So, I am just buzzing this week. It was the best experience, so much fun. Honestly, Saturday night was one of the most fun nights ever. Um, getting up on stage was absolutely terrifying. I went out the back when I was ready to go. And even though I've practiced my dance over and over and over again, I wanted to back out those moments before going on stage. I said to one of the people that I was standing out the back with, I was like, oh my God, this feeling, this is just like having a baby where you're about to push it out and you know it's going to hurt and you just get that overwhelming feeling of, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I don't want to do this anymore. That's exactly what it was like. I had this overwhelming rush of, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I can't get out there. But I got over it. I got out on the stage, and once I got on the stage, my body just knew what to do. As soon as the music came on, it was all good, and I just went for it. So it was amazing. I had an incredible support crew there. They were all screaming like crazy, which was awesome. And yeah, I did it, and I danced my little socks off. Everyone loved it, and I felt comfortable and confident, and I was just so elated. And then the fundraising is just, it's just all amazing. So what an experience I had. I really just wanted to share that with you because it is so big to do something like that. And when you do it, when you're in it, it can feel really hard. There were lots of times where I felt like, I just don't want to do this anymore. It's a lot of work. I'm spending a lot of time doing this away from my business, away from um, the Scalable Business Lounge, away from all sorts of things. And it really pushed me out of my comfort zone, particularly the fundraising, because asking people for money all the time, I put on an event for 120 people. That's really hard. Um, It's hard because you're putting yourself out there and you hope that people are going to support you. And it can really, you know, put you in a little vulnerable spot, I guess. Uh, so I got right out of that comfort zone, well and truly. And wow, like the results are amazing, and I feel so supported, which is incredible. And even some of my listeners right here, even some of you, donated, which is incredible. So anyway. I just wanted to share that with you and um, if you want to have a look online in the weeks to come, there's going to be my dance video up there. You can just YouTube Dancing CEOs 2021 and it should come up. Anyway, for now, let's talk about the podcast and what we're going to talk about today. So first of all, I will read you out a review from one of my lovely listeners who says, I recently found this podcast and already love the tangible action steps that Carolee gives. Carolee is so knowledgeable and gives so much great value business information that I really need to know. Absolutely love the podcast. Thank you so much. That is from Lucy. You have made my day by leaving a review like that. It's really amazing that you would take the time to do that. And if you would love to leave a review and your Instagram handle, I will give you a shout out too. You just need to scroll all the way down to the bottom of Apple iTunes and you will see a spot there to leave a review. So let's get into today's podcast. We are talking about the mistakes that I see people make when they either think about hiring a team or start hiring a team. So let's get stuck right into it because if you are in business, you will be thinking about hiring a team and taking that next leap. The reality is, is that you are only one person and you can only do so much yourself. Your time is limited and it's very, very hard to be all things in a business, even a small business. There's a lot that needs to be done and there is absolutely no way that I could have grown my law firm to more than $2 million a year revenue without a team because one person cannot do all of that work alone. It is just as simple as that. So the mistakes that I see people make when it comes to hiring a team, and believe me, I've also been there myself as well, and this is why I know the mistakes so well. There really are three main mistakes. So the first mistake is believing that there is no one good out there to hire and that no one is going to do the job better than you. Does that resonate with you? A lot of people make this mistake, especially, say, lawyers, for example, who are professional services, or if you are a service provider and very good at what you do, the reason that you've started a business in your field and in your, in your industry is because you are very good at what you do. And you know that your work is such good quality that that's why people are going to come to you time and time again. And it can be hard to believe that there are people out there that are even better than you. But the truth is, is that there are people out there that are even better than you at providing the service that you provide and also doing the other jobs that are required inside your business. Time and time again, I see people have this belief that if you want it done properly, that you should do it yourself because there is no one in your business that is going to do it as well as you do it. This is absolutely fatal to your business growing. In the end, you just end up overworked and tired with little to no results. You most certainly can't scale your business if you believe that no one can do your work as well as you can. There is no time to scale your business when you're the only service provider doing all of the client work. This is simply not scalable and it is not something that you can do long term if you want to grow your business. You will end up making mistakes, stressed and frustrated and that is not something that you want to be doing or feeling like in your business. You'll end up resenting your business and you'll be the most overworked, underpaid person in your business as well. I see so many business owners and law firm owners doing low end tasks that they shouldn't be doing. They're so busy when they don't need to be because they don't trust other people to do the work. And what ends up happening is that instead of automating and systemizing their business, they are just stuck putting out fires left, right and center. Have you ever heard people say, I'm a a fire extinguisher or I'm a fireman. I just put out fires all day. That is not what you should be doing. If you are putting out fires all day, It is because you have not systemized your business and it means that you are doing all of the work yourself um, because even if you have a team, you're not relying on them enough and training them to be the best that they can be. Truth is, is that there are plenty of people out there who are better than you at your job and to find those people, you have to learn to trust your instinct and let go a little bit as well not be in control of every last thing that leaves your office because it's just going to lead to burnout. And it's a massive mistake because you cannot grow and scale your business when you are the service provider and you're not becoming a leader in your business and automating and systemizing your business. In order to scale, you need to be the leader and visionary of your business, not the worker bee. So if you want more time and freedom and money, that's the reason you've started your business, right, is to have that, you need a team and you need to hire up. So you're hiring people that fill the gaps where you're not good at. They are able to provide service to your clients in a better way than you can. And they do this because you have systemized and automated everything so that there is a system for them to follow. It's just like the McDonald's cheeseburger, which I know is really simplified, especially when you're trying to apply it to something like law or whatever complicated service you provide. But everything can be systemized. And we've systemized everything that we do in our law firm here. It's, I don't have to put out fires. I don't have to answer questions. And I don't have to do all of the service providing myself because I have hired incredible people, incredible lawyers and admin team as well who do better than I do. And they've been trained in a system. So they work using the collective family law method, basically. So create a method for your business and you will end up being able to scale much more easily because you've hired people who are incredible at what they do and they're following a system that is your way. The next mistake that I see people making on a regular basis is not hiring at all because they're really afraid of um, not having consistent income to pay the team. Now, especially making that first hire, it is quite a jump from just having yourself, can most certainly be very scary. Now, the reason that people are afraid to hire because they are scared that they don't have consistent income to pay the team is because they don't have predictable data. What that means is that you are running your business from up in your head, haven't collated predictable data or collected data so that it all makes sense. When you run your business from a data perspective, everything becomes so much more predictable and easy to see how things are going to unfold. And it becomes less scary to start hiring a team or hiring more of a team. So what do I mean by data? What I mean is getting into the nitty gritty of the numbers. So, how many clients do you need? What is your average dollar spend with each client that comes through the door of your business? How many service providers um, do you need to create the sort of income that you want? How many clients do you need to retain to feed the amount of service providers that you have? So, these are really predictable figures that you can easily work out if you just sit down with some of your data that you will already have available to you, such as what you have on zero, what your sales are, what your average dollar spend is, all of that kind of thing, and what your expectation is that a, a service provider can make your business. It all becomes so much clearer when you sit down and do that. So these are some of the things that we do in the scalable business lounge to take the guesswork out of hiring and growing and scaling because you cannot grow and scale without a team so but you want to make it predictable right so that it's comfortable and not as scary so not hiring because you're afraid you don't have consistent income is a huge big mistake because what that means is that you stay stuck only earning whatever you can earn yourself rather than viewing a team as an investment we view it as an expense because often, when we're service providers, a team and our people are the most expensive part of our business. But what we're selling is we're selling a product which is time, and we need to buy more time by expanding our team. So you're investing in the time of others, and it's actually not an expense at all, it's an investment. So when you hire your team member, you will make Money as well as create more freedom for yourself. It is a win win. Not only that, but you also give someone else the opportunity to have a job and you create an income for them and their family. So it's actually really, really amazing. So when you sit down and do the data, you need to work out what the monthly revenue is going to be for each service provider. And then you need to work out what the costs are going to be for each service provider and you'll be able to see what your break-even point is, what your profit is and all of that kind of thing. So once you get down to the nitty-gritty and you get all your data on paper, everything becomes clearer. Then you actually have time when you start hiring your team to grow your business. You can drive marketing, you can be the leader of your team and your business you can drive targets and goals in the business, and then you can also systemize and automate your profit. These are such valuable things and high-end tasks that you need to be doing that, say, someone else in your business in the early days isn't going to do. So you need to get out of being the one who's always servicing clients so that you have the ability to actually scale and grow your business. And when you work on your business rather than in it, guess what happens? You got it. You grow and you scale and you create more freedom for yourself and you create more profit for yourself, which is exactly the reason that you went into business in the first place, right? The final mistake that I see that people make so often when it comes to hiring their team, they want to hire their team so that they can scale. But it's all very fuzzy on how they're going to do that. And it's all very scary because you think, oh, that's money going out the door and how am I going to afford it? You know, And it is a big leap. But what people tend to do, hiring their team, particularly in the early days, is they make the big mistake of hiring a junior, very junior. The reason that they do this is because it's less expensive. So in the law space, for example, they hire a junior and then then what happens is they spend all of their time training a junior or fixing their mistakes and they get absolutely frustrated because they haven't got systems in place yet. They've now got a junior staff person or team member who is honestly trying their very best, but you're already overworked with client work and running your business, and all the other things that you have to do, now you've got another job, and that is to train a junior. Oh my goodness, you can see how this is going to just be a mountain of mess. And it is a mountain of mess. Then you have this terrible and bad experience hiring, and you think, oh, there's you know, no one cares about my business as much as me. There's no good people out there, you know, and all this sort of stuff. But the reality is, is that you don't have any systems in place, because you're new in your business or you've never created systems in your business. You're now trying to train someone who's very junior and has no idea, even though they wanted to do their best. And you are now overloaded with work even more than ever because you've got your clients to service, you've got a business to run and now you've got to train a junior. So the investment isn't working out very well at all. That is a big mistake that I see people make very regularly And it is exhausting and overwhelming in a period of time that your business has already exhausted and overwhelmed you. In a time that you're already working ridiculously long hours and you're already underpaid. So now you take on a junior and very often it doesn't work out as you hoped. So what my advice or tip around this is, is to hire someone with a bit more experience And even though it's going to scare you because their salary is going to be a lot more than a junior, the investment is going to be well worth it, I promise. And so when I started my law firm, I was in a position where I could not afford to hire a junior because I was a junior lawyer myself. And so I had to hire a senior person who was much better than me. And in hindsight, that was the best thing I ever, ever did because I hired someone who was so much better than me. They taught me so much about the law and I then had time to run the business because they could be left to it because they were way more senior than me. I couldn't tell them how to be a lawyer. They well and truly knew how to be a lawyer. And all I had to do then was run the business. So in hindsight, it was the best thing that I could have done And it was a blessing in disguise, even though at the time it freaked me out because it was a lot more money than hiring a junior. So what I see people do on the regular now is I see people when they go to hire that they hire juniors um, and they hire cheap because they're not viewing it as an investment. And often those juniors aren't initially an investment. When you get a larger team, then you can hire juniors because your larger team is now systemized, it's profitable, it's all automated, and they can hire and train and look after the junior for you. So it's not taking up all of your time. So the three mistakes again are believing that no one can do it better than you and there's not anyone good out there. This is absolutely untrue. The truth is, is that there's tons of amazing, great, fantastic people that are better than you. You've just got to hire them and find them and trust them with the work. Give them good work, allow them to do great work and empower them to be the best that they can be. And you will reap the rewards. The second mistake is not hiring because you're afraid of the cost. Or you're afraid that you're not going to be able to generate the income required to actually um, pay them. But the thing is, is that when they're then servicing clients, you're then able to work on other things like driving marketing um, data, you know, being the leader in your business, all of that sort of thing. So not hiring because you're afraid of the cost is kind of a backwards step because. Actually hiring is going to give you more freedom so that you can grow the business and you can grow that other person's role as well as your next hire. So I'm always looking to my next hire before I've even secured enough work because I am always looking to scale and grow. And the way that you do that is through team. So my next goal is always getting my next person in. And finally, the third mistake that I see people make is hiring too much of a junior and not hiring senior enough people that can really just power on without you. Now, there are amazing, incredible people who are trainable to do it your way, but are very, very skilled at what they do and better than you. So always hire up and hire an incredible team. That is why my business works so well and has scaled so well is because I've hired an incredible team that is so much better than I am. They have systems that they follow as well as just being brilliant themselves. So um, yeah, never be afraid to hire better than you and never be afraid of the cost of it either because it's an investment into the growth of your business. So I hope that you've got plenty out of the podcast today. If you would love to know more about the Scalable Business Lounge and how I can help you scale your business, you can log on to caroliefontanelli.com and there's a whole lot of information there that that I share with you on how I can help you scale your business. There's a little application form you can fill out. Tell me a little bit more about your firm and then um, I will get back to you with some details about how we can move forward if you do want to join the Scalable Business Lounge. Until next week, I hope that you have a fabulous week and that you are growing every day and enjoying the journey as you go. All right. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast brought to you by my personal brand Freebies, which you can find at caroliefontanelli.com. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave me a review. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for Carolee Fontanelli. Until next time, remember, if you believe in yourself, you will be unstoppable.